0: You're listening to Diary of a Shaman, a podcast that humanizes spirituality and helps you feel less alone in the journey to connecting with spirit, the universe, healing, and living out your soul's unique expression. I am the Jagra Kurandera, Valeria, and I am known for my ability to channel and bridge shamanic knowings with practical knowledge to help you co-create with God by bringing you back to your truth. I'll guide you weekly into new ideas, practices, and perspectives to give you the tools you need for that next level of your life. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to this week's episode. I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. I'm actually not sorry. I'm really glad that I took that time out. It was a very difficult sort of process very challenging sort of process that I experienced when I was in Ecuador so for those of you that don't know I was in Ecuador since the 22nd and I just uploaded like a pre-recorded one two weeks before this one which y'all loved which I'm really glad and I did actually end up using the techniques that I was saying that I was going to be using in Ecuador I was surrounded by family, um, and I didn't even say that this is the Diary of a Shaman podcast, but if you're here, bonjour, "Allo," comment ça va, this is the Diary of a Shaman podcast, and in its name, you know that I really like to share the integration process of the things that I go through, the stories that I share are meant to help you see what's out there, see that there's actually different possibilities of living. I see that everyone goes through really hard times and maybe they're not the exact same ones in you, but that we all have something to share within each other. And that community aspect is a very important one that the you know, I needed. I didn't want to feel alone. Uh, Two years ago, when I started my Instagram page, and it was not the Jaguar Curandera at that point because it took me until six months ago to become the Curandera that you see and you hear here today. It actually took a lot more than that, but that was the final integrative process for me to be able to claim the title of a shaman. And that was like, that was one of the hardest times in my life. If you haven't heard, the um, episode. It was a few episodes. Actually, no, it was one of the first episodes ever. And in that episode, I talk about the... I I, Actually, let's go to the actual number. So the actual number of the podcast is number five. Its title is Shamanic Initiation, Possession, and the Massive Purge. Oof, okay. And I wasn't lying with that title. I wasn't lying With the experience, it was one of the hardest things to date that I've experienced. I know that this is not the journey for every single person, but because my journey that I went on for that specific time period was meant to integrate me into my full shamanism, and I will continue to go through um, different versions of that, of course. Then I really like it was just one of it was just so difficult. And if you've heard that, you already know the entire story, and I would recommend you lean into that story if you want a full scope of how it actually went. But today I want to say that unlike six months after my <laughs> ayahuasca journey, after my plant medicine, my master plant medicine journey, after like so much has changed in these six months and I sat here today with an itch to tell this story and maybe it's because I literally just sealed that whole chapter this six month's journey last like recently just like integrating these last few bits recently because I came back from Ecuador And I was led to go to Ecuador right after my ayahuasca um, journey well, my shamanic initiation in Peru. Then I went to Ecuador and now I just came back from Ecuador. So it felt very much like a chapter start and chapter finish. And I think that that makes a lot of sense right now that that's what happened and that's what's happening. And I know a lot of you were saying like maybe you wanted to do this once upon time but you didn't know or maybe you just wanted to hear the recap of that journey and I'm here to tell you that whoa on the other side of all of this is so much love and for me it's self-love and I'm just like clapping for myself right now because I know what's possible now and I want to help you see that because for like I genuinely feel The love that I have felt. I've never felt this love that I have for myself ever. And I just prayed that I could love myself the way that I do right now a few years ago. And the reason that it gets me so welled up is because if you've ever been through a self-love journey... And this continuous, like, thing of, oh, I just want to see me for me. Nobody ever understands me. Nobody ever sees me. What can I do? Maybe spirituality is the way for me to self-love. Like, it's so time-consuming. And... When you're on the other side, you realize, wow, it was all worth it. I actually took the time to love myself, embrace myself, to fuck up and to get hurt a lot of times and to not know what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, I can say that I did this for myself and nobody can take that away from me. And I can always lean on that when I feel like I haven't done enough for myself. I can lean on this moment and say, hey, I've done it. And I want you to find moments like that in your life because you have been through things to get to where you are right now there's no way you haven't there's absolutely no way you haven't (laughs) like absolutely none but one have you taken the time to recognize what was the most recent thing that you feel really proud of and in those really hard days that I've had it can sometimes just be thank you for waking up and choosing to get out of bed today or it can be it always it's also been a lot darker and maybe it's just you know one of my greatest accomplishments this year I mean 2022 holy balls was graduating from university and that was huge for me I did that in June a month before I went on my plant medicine retreat and so that was really big for me and I didn't realize how important that was for me till recently when I was just talking to myself feeling into myself and um. I was like, "What I think it was a prompt that I had inside of uh, my planner, and it was i it, I've always gotten passion planners. I love passion planners, I love them, I love them And it was what was one of the most um what one thing or what few things are you most proud of that you did this year? And for me, it was graduate, <laughs> and that wasn't a journey, that wasn't a dream that I have right now. But it was something that me at 17 visualized and said, hey, I want this for myself. And the fact that I could accomplish it for her really grounded me down into the center of my being and really helped me be like, fuck, I, I'm really excited about that. Let's talk about excitement because it's a journey that I've been on my whole life. And I was recently looking at baby photos since I was in Ecuador about excitement and I saw how little... I choose to express outside of myself right now because of how scared I am that things are going to go wrong like the smile the play the pleasure the da 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 every time we feel like things aren't going right we actually like to throw that away first and at least I did. It doesn't have to be reality for you because a lot of people, as I'm realizing now, a lot of us can choose to lean deeper into that pleasure. And I've learned this lesson time and time and time again, but right now I came up with a 3P concept that I really channeled while I was in the airport as I was returning back to Calgary. I want to share these three B process with you because I think that it will help us integrate um, what are the key pillars in our life. See how this resonates. Um, and let's start with the first P. It's pray. The second P is play. <laughs> and the third P is patience. And I have it literally as my home screen right now because I, once I discovered this, I was like, whoa, okay, so I don't need to take care of every single thing if I know that these three Ps are going to be my pillars. And I've used them throughout this whole day already. I could sense that my anxiety was coming up, which I've realized, like, a lot of my anxiety comes in from, like, this overwhelm of unexpressed emotion. And often this unexpressed emotion as of recently or let's say today was excitement. Like I'm excited for what's coming up for the business. I'm excited what's coming up for me. Most importantly, I'm excited for what's coming up and how I can continue to to show up in the things and life around me. And the fact that I've really conquered such a giant fucking mountain, like I'm really excited. But my body has, like, unconsciously developed this thing of, no, let's just hold it in because people judge our excitement. People judge our accomplishments. People judge how funny we are. People judge how lighthearted we can be. And so I'm moving through that. And these three pillars are going to help us do that. So number one, I want to say that these don't have to all apply. But take take what resonates, Okay. Um, so the pray, play, and patience actually comes in a form of practice. That's another P. Let's add the fourth P. Practice is literally the only thing that makes me not be anxious in the life that I have. I want a spectacular life. I actually live a spectacular life, and that recognition of knowing, practicing the practicing gratitude and practicing but it's a practice like I always heard practice 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 but I never really internalized it because I was like I gotta get this right I gotta get this right what if it doesn't go right what's spirit gonna say about me are they gonna shut me out is this not gonna be good am I always destined for doom I didn't realize that I wasn't actually practicing if I was just giving myself this fucking huge task every time that I couldn't fail like i could, i had to be perfect and I, I it was masking itself as being a practice session and it wasn't so i realized that because i forgot that practice is the life that i want I got a lot more anxious, my mental health starts to decline, I start not wanting to do things, I'm less creative, I push a lot more, I stop living in aligned action, and I actually just try to initiate this all and then it ends up fucking colossaling and exploding like a big volcano. Anyways, just to relearn the lesson that I need to be in practice. The life of practice is the life without such big expectations for yourself that if you fail or if you, yeah, if you fail, because we fail, like literally every day we have to fail at something. Like it's just true. Like maybe you trip. Wow, that was a failure in your step. Like maybe it's like an actual trip. You actually tripped. (laughs) Maybe it's that you spilt water. Oh, fuck. That was, that could be the failure. But we don't see it because we're like, well, we'll just fuck clean clean it up and figure it out. And I understand that there's a whole bunch of levels to how big of an impact these failures could be. And I also understand that I, that we will always come out on top. If we lean back into, okay, I it's okay, let me pick myself back up. That's the truth that I know. The truth that I know is is people that don't beat themselves up for long periods of times, it's okay that we beat ourselves up for a little bit. Like, I don't think it's okay. But I don't think it's not okay. Like, if it's happening, just don't get stuck there. And then you say, oh, fuck, let's get up. Let's go again. That is what practice really is. And without that practice, we lose ourselves. We lose parts of ourselves that would actually help us be better at the task. And the last thing I'll sort of use for this example is how we, with stress, there's only a certain level of stress. And I learned this when I was in my university degree because I took a, I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology with a major in Mind Sciences. All fancy talk for Kinesiology and Psychology. Because I really love psychology. I've always really liked the human brain. I really wanted to know why do people get hurt? Why do people grow up a certain way? Why, why, why? And one of my classes talked about how Olympic athletes um, and athletes in general need a certain level of stress to be able to perform at their optic, optimal um, capacity. However, the moment that it passes that, their performance declines almost immediately and very rapidly. Meaning that the, our brain wants to give us even more and more and more stress, but what it does is cripples us. You don't need to be an athlete to know this. You know this. You know that when you beat yourself up, you hurt yourself, you stress too much, shit goes bad. But when you're like, no, it's all good. Like I'm like, there's nothing huge about this at all. Or maybe it's huge, but I'm just going to take it as one step at a time. You actually end up coming out on the other side way better. Don't you? Way more intact. You're not like fucking shredding yourself to pieces. So that's something that I would say about practicing in your life. And coming back to the pray, play, pray, play, patience model that I literally channeled yesterday. So I need to start, start, I'm like still in the learning process of integrating how this is really vital for us in our lives number one I put pray because a lot of the time when the way that we operate as shamans is that we and I'm saying we as in like the shamans of this world the curanderos of this world the curanderas in the world the shamans of this world prioritize their spiritual connect- connection over everything else and how can you apply this in your life? Maybe you aren't <laughs> a shaman, and I know most of you aren't, um, and that's okay. Because what I would tell myself before I was in this role of prioritizing spirit, I knew that it was very important for me to prioritize like something, something other than myself. Sometimes when we get too caught up into ourselves, we actually lose ourselves. So to prioritize your spiritual connection, and you're here because you have that spiritual connection, is number one. And it's not number one because you owe it to spirit. It's not number one because you will die otherwise. It's literally for your spiritual health. My belief is integrating your spirituality into your daily life makes you a better person makes you more okay with yourself and with others and also makes you see the fun in life that's how I operate my spirituality and that's going to continue to to be a truth so how can we pray in the morning how can we pray midday how can we pray at night whatever or you know some like established religions pray a lot more than that so basing your life how's your life set up how can you integrate more for your spiritual health okay number two is play why the fuck do we take everything so seriously i take these things i used to take things so seriously i used to take things so motherfucking seriously and then i actually end up hurting myself i end up hurting others end up not laughing at jokes that like That don't need to be that deep. I end up just like expecting too much from myself. From others. From things. From people. I get too hurt. Like it's just at the end of the day it hurts me that I'm not playing. It also hurts the people around me. So why don't we play more? See how this is showing up in your life. Like how can you just fucking laugh at more things? I had a huge lesson in this recently. Because... (laughs) for lack of better word, I have very triggering, I have feelings. I have feelings. And I used to get told that um, I was too sensitive. And so everything that people used to say to me impacted me a lot. Like if someone made a joke about me, it would stay with me. Where if you see how other people operate, not everyone does that. Like there's other people with other truths out there. And I've decided that when people say something about me, I have the ability to laugh. (laughs) Like I got called, like I, somebody in my family said something about me that was really, really, really rude, really mean multiple times. And they always do the same shit. And I honestly found myself laughing more than I did anything else. And that's how I made it through. I was like, <laughs> like, I would just laugh. Like, I would laugh at the situation. I'll use a mild example right now. So I have a tattoo on my left hand. I got it right after my shamanic initiation. Oh my God, a happy six months tattoo. Mwah, love you. Wow. How are you? I'm glad you're here. Um, And anyways, and I knew that my father was going to have something to say about it. Okay, this is just an example I'm going to use for this Um, because he hadn't seen it because he doesn't live in Canada. And we actually ended up going to Ecuador this time around so that we could see him because we ended up meeting there. And I remember thinking in my brain, I was like, he's going to mention something about it and I'm going to laugh. And initially, like my body was like, no, 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 that's unsafe. But I was like, I'm going to (laughs) laugh. Like it's making me laugh right now. Like, he said something, like, and this is just how he speaks, okay? And if you ever, like, knew the, like, I, you know how emotional I can be. um, And emotional, not in, like, the negative comment- connotation, just, like, I feel a lot. And as do you, probably. You feel a whole bunch. And so when somebody says to you, Que feo. Que feo se te doy. No, no me imagino por qué eso. My dad in English would be saying, "That's so ugly. Why would you ever do that to yourself?" Like, <laughs> and you know, old me would cripple at that and be like, "I don't." <laughs> <laughs> and because I primed myself in that moment, and this is something that I knew was going to come up, so I could do it. But it is something that helps me throughout, even if somebody was going to attack me or something. We're trying to attack me, or used to take it as personal attacks, right? Like you've personally attacked me. Um, I realized that I could just laugh at it. And so I did. (laughs) I just started laughing at his face. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I would literally grabbed his arm and I was like, it is thank you so I literally just said, you're so funny. Like, I literally just said that. And then he just sort of like looked at me sideways and like did like a weird like, what the hell is wrong with her? And then continued driving because he said that when he picked her us up I think from the airport actually I don't know maybe it's, it was a few days after so play actually saved me from emotional turmoil that isn't mine to handle <laughs> and so let's go to patience lastly which I'm really proud of myself by the way so many p's coming up today patience spirit said this is to be the final pillar because patience patience, patience. If you have patience and you incorporate play into the time that you wait, quote unquote, and you pray in the time that you wait, quote unquote, you will be okay. It's like it makes the patience worth it if you enjoy life along the way. If you enjoy the life that you're living, you're not going to need that urgent change. And some days it's going to be harder than others. Let me breaking tell you but that's when you lean into play hey i know this time is really fucking tough but how can i give myself friday night or saturday morning or monday in the afternoon while i'm on my lunch break and i am between meetings to just watch a cartoon or how can i like start scrapbooking that's one of my goals in this i don't know how long like i don't give myself fucking time frames a lot of the time, I'm just like, this is what I really want to do. Like, I'm excited about scrapbooking. Do I have any scrapbooking things right now? I don't think so. But I'm going to order some and I'm going to do it. And I, I just, I want that for myself. So I will. Um, And so that's another thing of me being like, you need to plan. You need to plan to be able to incorporate different elements of life inside of your existence, inside of your life. Like, I know that it's, there's time and a place for everything, but no, like I'm actually done waiting for life to happen. I'm actually really done. I'm going to carve out time to make sure that things happen. Maybe I'm not saying like a goal, like, oh, I want $10 million by this date or um, this Friday. I'm going to no, just like the process. Like I want to have more time for myself where I get to explore scrapbooking, for example okay so how can I put a little bit of a time or like when I have free time put the intention of scrapbooking or put like it doesn't have to be that regular like maybe it's once a month this this month um I also want to continue moving my body so I'm going to plan to move my body and as I'm saying this the resistance of my old programming comes up it's like no but we can't but that's not true I can plan and I'm good at planning. And if the plan falls through, then it plan- that came through for a reason because what? I pray. And then I'm going to play if something falls through. And then I'm going to be patient for the next thing that comes up. So you see how it's just all integrated. Don't get stuck. I found myself so stuck and it actually deepens the anx- anx- anxious thoughts, the anger that I have towards people that are not real. It's just the fact that I'm not tending to myself the way that I was operating at life is was actually a way that harmed me and I'm just done doing that I'm choosing myself and you're probably like but babe you've already been choosing yourself for like all these years I understand and actually like I have a different perspective about it now and I'm not making my old perspective or my the other perspectives that I have wrong this is always the clarity that I wanted and this clarity is the one that I'm sharing with you so that you can follow these three P's. Pray today, play today, and have patience for what is coming. Pay patience on yourself if you don't feel like you're at the stage that maybe you are imag- imagining myself to be right now. Be patient with yourself because I'm not even at the stage that I want to be. We all... I can feel very in a rat race of like, but this is now the person I want to be. This is now. So you see me now. There's still somebody else that I could want to be. And there is a goal of who I want to be. Or there's an embodiment of the next version of myself that I want to attain. But I cannot, like, continue to put myself down in order to get to that point in my life. And I'm actually really fucking glad of where I am right now. And I have always had to say that. <laughs> like, this is not something I could just say right now. Like, if you listened to me a year ago, I'd say I'm still happy where I am right now. Even if I wasn't fully convinced of that. Now, I'm more convinced of where I am now. And I actually find it harder to be real with that if I'm not taking care of myself. Like, if I carve out time for myself, whether I'm driving, hi for those of you driving, drive safe. Look at the road. <laughs> Cuídate. Que dios te bendiga. I um I actually resent a lot more. I just get really frustrated. So lean into how you can make the best of your moment right now and you will be a-okay. You will learn and all of a sudden you'll wake up one day and you are the person that you want to be. It, it really does work like that. And if I told myself three years ago that, she'd be like, ugh, but I just want it now. And that is also okay. But I also wasn't, I was in a different place and it's okay. Like all of this is okay. It's okay to be where you are and it's okay to want to be in a different place. So I hope that these conversations, these revelations, these integrative processes that I've experienced for so much of my life is really getting to the places that need to get touched today for you. And I am really excited to announce that I'm going to be taking one-on-one private clients for the end of January is when the books will open. Um, it's really exciting. The full spectrum of what you can expect, if that is something that you might be curious about right now, will be coming up within the next two weeks or so. I have gotten to a place where I know what is needed to get to where you might want to go and of course that will be determined in our clarity calls that will be determined in our conversations but there's this integrative state that I know that you're feeling of me if you've been here for any time even if this is your first time where it's like grounded it's very grounded it's very integrated it's very sure that this is something that's possible for you and me and my shamanic journey I've really catapulted my ability to be a healer to be helping women in their processes I like I have really deepened that especially in the last like six months they've really been continuous tests I've been brought to my knees I've been I've begged for breath And I also now know the other side. And it really is that contrast that we get to experience in life that I I feel very comfortable in right now to guide you through. And that will be coming up at the end of the month of January 2023. I hope that you have seen yourself in this conversation. See yourself more often and other people won't have to. Okay. Te amo. I'll see you later. Ciao, ciao. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Diary of a Shaman Podcast. Show your love by sending us five stars on Spotify and Apple so we may continue to grow this beautiful Jaguar community. Join us over on Instagram for more behind the scenes at the Jaguar Curandera. And I will see you next week.